Hey everyone, welcome to the Swap Motor Podcast. Uh, this is a special edition as uh, today, April 1st, April Fool's Day is our second anniversary. We launched uh, Swap Motor Live April 1st, 2019. We thought it was kind of funny to launch on April Fool's Day. Yeah, y'all thought it was a joke, but it wasn't. We serious. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so here we are uh, in the office, Chase Curtis, Alex Ray, myself, Don Maeda. And on the line, we have our East Coast editor, Michael Antonovich. So, Anton, happy second birthday, buddy. Thank you, boys. This has been a uh, – this thing is badass. Like, I think about all the stuff that we're able to do that we would have never been able to do. And, like, how much support we have, it's badass. Like, this thing is – some days it surprises me how big, like, SML really is. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're two years old, and uh, – well, right off the bat, it was it was super overwhelming for me personally that uh, the entire motocross industry supported us right off the bat. Like, uh, un well, I don't want to say we're unproven, but we're a brand new entity with uh, no traffic, no followers, no track record. Um, just based off of our previous uh, relationships and performances at Transworld Motocross, we got a running start. We hit the ground running and. I, for one, am eternally grateful for all of those who have, you know, supported us and advertised with us and encouraged us and tuned in. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful, too. I mean, hey, I mean, I just sort of came onto this thing as, like, one of your buddies, but everything that you do for me, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty much through SML, and that's Yeah, great. you know, what's funny is I was, I was asking Anton earlier. I was like, hey, dude, when did I start hanging out with A-Ray? Was it at Transworld? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was on the, when really when he had the monster fill-in gig, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had you come on the show and we kind of like hit it off. And I then- mean, it was a bit before that too. I think, remember, because it was whenever I had first started training with Davey, I wanted to do like the the 6 a.m. I wanted to be a part of the 6 a.m. Skyline, Skyline crew. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I remember I tried to freaking beat your PR the first time and <laughs> I, I just didn't even come close to it. But I came back and redeemed myself the next day. But, took a uh, little while. No, yeah, you didn't get it the next that, day. It, it, it took, like it a took a months. It, no, it didn't take a couple months. It took maybe a week or two. But, <laughs> but yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy to see how how much this thing's grown in such a s- small time. Yeah. yeah. So okay, you as uh, as my buddy, and uh, uh, anyway, January was it Anton? January thirty first or thirtieth? It happened. Thirtieth. Okay, January 30th, we all get the fucking axe mm-hmm. from David Pecker, aptly named of American Media. So all of Transworld, all of Grind Media got purchased by American Media. Men's <clears throat> Health. Yeah, Men's, Men's Journal. Journal. Oh. Uh, you know, <laughs> they, they decide that they don't want anything to do with wheels, so they let go of uh, Transworld Motocross and uh, Ride BMX. Yeah. So we all got clipped. What was it like? Did I call you and tell you? Did I? Yeah, I mean, it it was honestly, it was kind of like, I mean, I sort of, I mean, Transworld has been so big for so long. And it's one of those things that for me as a rider growing up, like seeing like the pinup models and seeing like, you know, you going into into a bathroom at a dealership or anywhere (laughs) and seeing the pinup models on the, like on the wall and, you know, just scrolling through Transworld magazine as a kid and then obviously meeting you. It was honestly, whenever I heard the news, it was honestly like whenever I heard about like COVID flying to Indianapolis and saying, hey, like the race just got canceled. I'm like, 
that's unheard of. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's crazy that we're not racing. Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's it, it was kind of sort of the same feeling. It's like I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, what's what's going to happen now? Like, I mean, Transworld's gone. Mm-hmm. What's that's that was something super super big for me as a person because, like, it was so it had so much impact on my youth. I guess you yeah. know, like growing up in the sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I was. I was, like, a lot less involved at Transworld than I am here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was at Starbucks editing, I think, a video of McAdoo with a bunch of friends who were doing, like, homework and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katrina Stenberg was there. And I started getting, like, all these texts, and I'm like, oh, just blowing it off, you know? And then Katrina's like, hey, my dad wants to know, like, is everything okay? And I was like, What? And then that's when I found out. I was like, whoa, 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 what? And I remember you texting you, and you were just super bland. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was crazy. It was totally unbelievable. Because we all thought we were going in for this town hall meeting. Yeah. And we've had four of them. I've had five of them since I was the founding editor of Transworld, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is your new owner, blah, blah, blah. This is what's going to happen. Well, we all had this town hall meeting. But Don Wilson, my publisher, and I, we get called in a half hour before the meeting, and they drop the bomb on us. I walk out, and I have to, like, act like nothing's going on. You know, I'm, like, just totally straight face. And then they call us, just the wheels guys, into a meeting, and they drop the bomb on us. And I remember Anton goes, fuck! (laughs) 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 That was terrible. Honestly, at that point, I, I could see it so bad. Anybody oh. says or thinks at this point, like we just had the rug swept out from under us. And I think I've said this before. <clears throat> I drove the black Toyota Transworld truck that day because I had had it the day before. And so even when I walked to it, leaving my apartment that morning, I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to do this drive to the office again. Like, I really don't think that I'm ever going back here after today. Mm-hmm. And then to have that happen was just like the most surreal shit it was just it, it was like an out-of-body experience for real like i can just remember how hot my whole head got yeah it all came out it was just like fuck <laughs> it was pretty funny it was pretty funny oh, yeah, all just, the yeah. guys in there and like, fuck <laughs> yeah. I think it doesn't matter now fuck it yeah. you know but uh but yeah it was crazy because that night we still had the toyota escondido supercross san diego supercross oh, yeah. pre-party right yeah uh-huh. so we're like, wow, what are we going to do? And I went to it anyway because I was driving a Toyota Escondido vehicle. Mm-hmm. So we all went to it and we worked as normal. And I remember afterwards we went to Old Spaghetti Factory and we were eating. It was me, Anton, and Casey mm-hmm. and Dahmer. And we were just talking like, what are we going to do? And the whole time I was like fucking had to act like tough guy, you know, like, oh, straight face for everybody. And was like, you know – We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Things will be good. But I go home, and uh, I told my wife over the phone, and so she called family meeting. So I come home, and I walk in the door. My wife and two daughters come running up to me, and they're hugging me. Dude, I'm, like, crying like a little kid, right? Like, yeah, I got lost my job, but you got to think about it. It was 19 years of my life, mm-hmm. and everything I had was poured into that magazine. And I felt like I had nothing to show for the last 20 years of my life. Right? Yeah, I mean, that was like your baby. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. And it was pulled out from under me. I just couldn't believe it. And it was like the first time in my life I'd ever been, like, fired. Or I wasn't fired. I was laid off. But yeah. I mean, 
it was like the first time, right? I was like, mm-hmm. wow. And I always left the job for another job. Then I'm like, whoa, this is gnarly. And uh, the we coolest... did a lot of mountain biking in that time. We did, right? Yes, yeah. we did. Even we rode Greer a lot too. Yeah. But and... the coolest thing is my oldest daughter, Samantha. She's all, yo, dad. I know you loved your job. You got to do what you want. Do what you love. Don't just take some other job because you're worried about the house payment or the bills or whatever. She's all, I got it. I kill it at work, remember? <laughs> like, oh. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was crazy. I, we didn't know what we were going to do. Like uh, We talked about buying the magazine back. And that, yeah. that, was a, that was a plan. It was kind of surprising how many people came out of the woodworks and volunteered to help us buy the magazine back. We had Jeremy McGrath, Ryan Villapoto. Right mm-hmm. off the bat, hey, we're gonna we're gonna buy this thing, but uh, ultimately it, it was a it was a long time, uh, great friend of mine, who uh, I think wants to be kind of behind the scenes, but he called and uh, was like, dude, I could have I could have that in your bank account tomorrow, you know. Dude. But ultimately, the uh, the the negotiations went south. I think uh, that was a total blessing in disguise, wouldn't you agree, Anton? Because like. What, what, yeah. if, what if we had bought Transworld Motocross and trying to run it right now in this declining print? I, I think that it, even if we would have done that, I think we would have just had to have scrapped. The we probably would have had to have scrapped print like yeah. right away. You know what I mean? I think at that point too, we, I, I don't think a lot of people know this, but you know, you and I in those last three months of Transworld were really stressing about a print frequency reduction, mm-hmm. you know, because if we would have went from 12 time to, eight time even we thought it was going to be over because we had already seen that happen to a couple of other titles, other titles in the building, other publications and motorcycling, all of that. Honestly, the timing of all of this could not have been any better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so good that we kind of got away with what we did too, because right after all that happened, you and I went straight to Minnesota FXR still took you and I. So like shout out to Mill and Andy and everybody up there. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got to go that. be part of the industry, and that was great. And we got to kind of continue stuff. But just even the, like, fake dealings of those negotiations of, like, yeah, maybe, you know, we might we might do something. We might. It's yeah. so good that we just steered completely clear of that because, in the end, when they changed the subscription thing and the way they kind of carry that whole thing off, how they started treating advertisers, we would have been left with a mess. Mm-hmm. We got a complete clean start. And, dude, even getting fired was kind of a good thing, too, because I don't know. I know you have followed it, but a lot of listeners probably haven't. AMI has pretty much gone belly up since then. Uh, this this pandemic has been terrible for them. A lot of good friends of ours, I mean, people that we work with every day have lost their jobs down in Carlsbad. And they kind of got led along that things were going to be okay, mm-hmm. even before the pandemic happened. And then they got screwed over in the end. And it's yeah. we got so fortunate to get completely away from that company the way we did yeah we were lucky that we got canned first because yeah we were able to found we were able to launch swap Motor live as a media entity boom had support from the industry mm-hmm. and everyone else that didn't get fired you know like the s- snowboard and the all those other titles that they had there they all got laid off like last uh august i think oh wow in the middle of the covid yeah. pandemic right crazy and there's no way we could have launched what no. we have right now a year ago in covid no so definitely uh blessing in disguise and it's funny that 
so many of my friends were like, dude, it's a blessing in disguise, you know, bigger, better things for you. And, you know, I'm just like, you're right, dude, you know, <laughs> but, uh, it really was. And then even like, you know, like starting this thing, so I'm alive. I was like, dude, I, I, I don't want to be a business owner. I'm not, I don't have an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, I didn't want to do it. And I was scared of it. And Jeremy McGrath said, dude, business is only scary when you haven't done it. It's kind of like a big jump that you want to do. And then you do it. And it's like, ah, and I was like, easy for you to say, dude, you're a millionaire. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but he was totally right. And you know, one of my, one of my best friends, Jason McCune, he, uh, was one of the founders of Leah Brace USA and he got the rug pulled out from him over there. Mm -hmm. And he started his own thing, the Inside Line Connect, where he is the uh, the middleman between many motocross companies and the media, motocross media, you know? And he told me, dude, owning your own business is the best thing ever. And I was like, yeah, dude, but do you make as much as you did when you were at Elite? And he goes, some months I make more, some months I make less, but the satisfaction I get from the whole thing is greater. And I didn't understand it, but I understand it now. It's yeah. like, dude, it's just like... I didn't realize how much stress was involved with the Monday morning managers meetings and shit. And yeah. just, just corporate guys telling me, cut this, cut that, this and that. And I don't think we've had a meeting yet. A SWAT Moto Lab meeting. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's just pretty much like, Hey, uh, what do you want for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, dude, Anton, this is so much more fun. I think, uh, I mean, and then you went and dropped the ball on me a couple months in, Hey, I'm going to move home. But, uh, yeah. We, we made and honestly, work. And it wouldn't have been possible without without being an independent company. Like I could have never have said, "Hey, Don, I'm going to move home and still work at Transworld." They would have never have let that fly. And my quality of life off that decision is skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's the same thing that you said. You know, those days that you couldn't make the Monday morning meeting and that I would have to tag in, mm-hmm. just waiting for them to call me, I could just feel like the anticipation of just like, oh God, I gotta, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the corporate thing, I, we got such a, it's like a college degree. All the stuff that we learned there, like we're no dummies when it comes to content production and like you know media syndication and all that. Uh, but I'm just so glad we're doing it the way we're doing it now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's fun. I mean, it's like, it's like we're a big group of friends working together, you know, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to worry about when I make a decision, whether it's good or bad, you know, I don't have, uh, someone that's going to come down on me. Yeah. I think the other big thing, like the other big thing too, we carried so much weight at that company. Like a lot of people don't know this, but trans world motocross was a big breadwinner that kept, you know, a lot of other people fed mm-hmm. and, uh, going into that office sometimes and knowing what guys were kind of screwing around and who was getting a little, you know, greedy with the company money and stuff like that. And then knowing like, wait, well, I'm busting my ass and this guy is just not doing anything and reaping the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to know every time I push publish on something or that one of our advertising guys like Donnie or Dahmer or you and I, Chase, like once we put together an advertising deal, that money goes straight to us and we've earned every penny of it. And we don't have to share it with anybody else. Like that kind of stuff is so rewarding. Mm -hmm. You know what I like is that we can do things like for Alex, right? Like Mm -hmm. I, like I can be on the starting line and go, Hey fucker. 
Yeah, exactly. If you make this man, I'll give you 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'll look over and I'll see Don or Anton. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. too, like, I mean, I'll I'll wear, like, my Swap Moto Live helmet. And it's kind of cool, I guess, you know, for you guys to see y'all's, like, brand on, a you know, someone who's yeah. in the race and mm-hmm. actually, like, trying to kill themselves out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. What's one of uh, the coolest pieces of content you've done with us, Alex? Uh, for sure, the RM125. Yeah, yeah. for sure, the RM125. Yes. Yeah. So maybe you can maybe you can clip like the freaking the kiss of death the, photo the, from Milestones. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Suzuki, uh, Kevin and Wheeler at Suzuki had built a RM125 in a RMZ250 chassis. And they gave it to us in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we put Alex on it. And as per usual, he looks super talented even more when he's on an underpowered bike. <laughs> Dude, he went so fast at Milestone Dude. on that thing. But, I mean, that's as fast as that thing would go, I yeah. feel like. Because the thing, I mean, it was a stock RM125. They're yeah. not the fastest 125. Yeah. Yeah. But that was one of the funnest bikes and funnest days that I've had And the funny thing is I was like, oh, my God, it's going to blow up. The, it never did. The rod's going to come out the bottom of the case. It never blew up. It no. never did. And we even shared it and raced it at the two-stroke yeah. nationals. Yes. And yeah, it held it's together. crazy. Yeah. But, like, remember you were videoing him. I was mm-hmm. shooting photos. I was just, like, going, what? The whole time I'm in awe. Out? I'm like, well, yeah. who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to take photos of A-Ray whenever he's riding 125. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Okay, so that was cool. What about you, Chase? What was Dude, it? there are so many. I feel like. Every six months, there's um, like a project or a video I shoot or something that I'm really stoked on. Mm-hmm. And I just think of that every time I go to work. Yeah. And then in six months goes by and something else new. But uh, the one that's on my mind still is the just that the FMF trip we recently did to Baker's mm. Factory. Yeah. Just because I've always wanted to go to Baker's Factory, you know. Mm-hmm. Growing up, like my, er- my age, I mean, yeah the js7 compound is mm-hmm. rad but that even is a little before my time for a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. but like my age group it's like the baker's factory you yeah. know and so, that was a last minute deal too yeah. you guys were like piece together super quick yeah, yeah. i think you got a text from zacco mm-hmm. saying like yo something yeah. big's coming you're like yeah, yeah. all right we're screw going. it we're going <laughs> yeah. boom like i guess maybe with Transworld you couldn't do that like i guess maybe yeah, like no, budgets or something mm-hmm. would have to go up to hr and then it would yeah. take a few days and then travel had to get approved yeah exactly that. with your own company you're like hey dude let's hop on a bird and head over there yeah i feel like that's yeah. something that's super cool and the fact that we were able to to, to see this product you know before mm-hmm. anyone else anyone else you know yeah, yeah that was that was something cool yeah what about you Andrew? it's been it's been cool to see Chase, like, get these experiences for the first time, too. Like, well, I'm watching Dallas highlights right now and knowing that he got to shoot on the floor for the yeah. first time. And Feels think like about, like, all of, like, the little, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all the little roadblocks and stuff like that of just, like, trying to get him on. If we would have had a 10-person staff, like, getting mm-hmm. him in. Chase, I'm, it's pumped. I've been pumped to see Chase kind of experience all the cool things that, like, Don and I have gotten to do. Um, honestly, I think... I mean, every day is cool because I'm living the dream with you guys. This has been amazing. Probably the coolest thing, though, was in 2019 when Christina Denny uh, lined it up so I could be the team photographer for uh, USA at the Motocross of Nations. Wow. And, like, just to have that access and they paid for our flight, you know, it took a lot of responsibility off for us. We had other clients that were taking our stuff. I mean, that was huge to be part of that. Like, yeah, they didn't win or whatever, but I just had a full backstage pass and got to feel like, 
I was part of the team at the biggest race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was just incredible, and it's something that I never thought would happen before. And then to kind of go along with that, it's been cool that I've gotten to go to every race. You know, there has not been a pro race that Don, you or I have missed. You know, I haven't missed anything, and and I always wanted to go to every single race. So for my photos to now, I know they're crooked. I know they're not the best. I know there's guys that are better than me, technically speaking. But just the fact that, like, what I see has been appreciated by, you know, viewers and then brands in the industry to use on their social media and that they want us to go and do this. It's the biggest, like, it's the biggest uh, accomplishment I think I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And part of that is probably my fault because I get into the way of every photo that oh, you no, take. You're good. <laughs> it, it seems like I get it because I look at the photos sometimes. And I just see like me in the background the like a blur. We got to tilt crop you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. I think, I mean, my favorite thing that we've done so far, good and bad, is the Salt Lake uh, seven super, rounds that we did. vacation mm-hmm. last year. Even, even, though, <laughs> even though we did we did get kicked out of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I got kicked out. But I mean, but dude, it was so cool. Like, when is that ever going to happen again? Like, seven rounds in one place. Dude. And it was so crazy with the COVID thing and the world, the racing world opening back up. Mm -hmm. We had Um, a lot of fun. Dude. We rode bicycles every day, it seemed like. That trip was unreal. Yeah, we rode every day. And we ate at the Honest Eater, Honest Cafe. I remember that chick. Honest. I was working there. Mm. She was so hot. Yeah. Dude. Oh, dude, you wait. The avocado toast every morning and an acai bowl. It's amazing. Honest Cafe? Yeah, it's yeah. good. We're the going honor, back was there. Was it the Honest Eatery or the Honest Cafe? I think it's the Honest Eatery, maybe. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, but uh, definitely good. Yeah. Got kicked out, snapped my neck at the last two days or something. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I came back and, uh, Anton, do you remember we filmed the Quarantine Daily Show with Roger Larson? Oh, dude, that was we were stressing because you look so like, much pain. But I still, wait on that daily show. You had that was before or after? No, your I neck? broke my neck like an hour earlier. Really? Yeah. But I was wow. sitting there, and Rogers like, "You're not okay. I'm, I'm okay. We could do it." Wow, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, yeah. that dude, little like Airbnb. The, I, I had even forgotten about that, and it's so funny too because. Like, that's how much stuff has happened in two years. You almost, like, forget how much goes on. Because, yeah. Don, that was awesome. Like, that was the first time that you and I have spent that much time together ever. And we've known each other for that long, you yeah. know. And then doing it again at Houston, uh, Chase coming to Texas. Like, it's been fun to really get to have these experiences with each other. And I think that in a few weeks, when we all get to be in Salt Lake together, you're going to be really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and look at all the stuff that you guys have accomplished already, too. I mean, you guys have the Swap Moto Lab Race Series. We have, I mean, the podcast. You do your vlogs. You know, we have Chase freaking doing awesome edits. Anton's at the races every weekend. I think it's a freaking win across the boards. You know what yeah. I'm scared of? What? Anton having his kid. Yeah. And going, I don't want to go to the races anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, By I the had time- that, like, last night. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was sitting there in bed, like, before I was going to sleep and I was like, Fuck, dude, how much longer do I have in this? And then I like started thinking about, it. I'm like, what else would I do? Like, what, what else would I do? I know there are guys like, diapers. Dude, dude, there are guys like Jimmy that. Perry. I, I, I don't know if I want to be that or if I want to be one of those guys that's like grizzled, like Phil that's at the races, just like, you know, waving flags every weekend. I got to find that out. <laughs> I don't know, man. All I know is I, I freaking trying to have a kid is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anton's just got to figure out which he's got to put in the front. 
Oh, you've been going backdoor. <laughs> no, it's, stop, stop, stop. Sorry, Megan. Right. Yeah, yeah. People already think I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, Anton, you're actually you're a good dude. I like it. Hey, guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Hi, SWATMOTO Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Who does Ken Roxon, Jay Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion Tim Geyser turn to for power? Yoshimura, since 1954. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-shirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. 
and whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. So uh, uh, the other rad association we have here is that, you know, Jeremy McGrath, yeah. the king of Supercross, is our landlord and kind of like our unofficial partner in this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. He, like, does a lot of stuff with us. And, man, we we got to go to Whistler. Mm-hmm. Maxis, that was awesome. Maxis Tires took you and I to Whistler to hang out with Jeremy. And... uh Ride mountain bikes and do shows and a tequila podcast. Yep. Got yeah, out of control. Moab. Yeah, and then we went to Moab with Jeremy. Yeah, that was also on Maxis and filmed the tequila podcast that never aired because we had a little <laughs> bit too much tequila. Even gnarlier. But, Jeez, um, man. You know, what else was cool too was when uh, Bernard Kerr was here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so he came in and did a podcast with us, and then got hooked up with you, and you worked with him on on riding and yeah. stuff, and and Jeremy. And then it got screwed up by some salty privateer that protested him, right? Yeah, I feel like yeah, it was a, it was a mixture of things, but uh, but yeah, I mean that was that was a cool experience too to see Bernard come over here and mm-hmm. you know be a downhill mountain guy, mountain bike guy, and see all of those skills sort of mm-hmm. coordinate with like riding a dirt bike. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Now you rode with him a bunch. Do you think he could have made the night show? Um, in 2019, I think with a few rounds under his belt, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he wouldn't have been the slowest guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that at first, once he got Supercross figured out, he was able to do the jumps a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a matter of, of you don't have that much time at a Supercross race to get the track down and to have a qualifying lap. Yeah. So, I feel like maybe a little bit more time with him, like riding Supercross and riding different tracks and getting the jumps down quicker. Mm-hmm. I think that there would have been no problem with him being in the night show. Yeah. That was cool to watch. Like, yeah. Cool to see him. And then, dude, the guy was like going mountain biking in California. Yeah. Other places and watching his vlogs on that were pretty ridiculous. So, all right. So the A-Ray vlog is kind of what got me in trouble and where I have to vlog all the time now. Oh, because, really? Because, well, Mary, you were making your vlogs and that first one you were like, Holding the camera in your face, like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and so uh, I was making I fun of you, so I made one to kind of like <laughs> make fun of you, and then Bell's all, hey, we want to sponsor that. And I'm like, That's awesome, oh, dude. dude. Well, I know, like, I was like, man, I want to do vlogs, but I don't know what to do. Like, I want to get into YouTube, and then the first one that I made, it was just a complete disaster. I want to delete it, but I mean, it's still on there, I think. But, <laughs> but oh, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, we were talking about YouTube monetization, and you're yes. like, wait. You make money off your yep. videos? I'm like, yeah. yeah, we make some money. And they're all, so AJ makes money? And we looked at his numbers like, oh, yeah, he probably makes this much. Yeah. And they're all, but cha-ching. Yeah, cha-ching. Yeah, so I started my vlogs. I mean, it hasn't really, I mean, I have, I don't know, six or 7,000 subscribers. I mean, it's not a lot. Um, it's still growing. Um, it's just a matter of 
having a filmer at the races and stuff like that. Um, it takes a lot of work um, for me. I don't have much time on my hands uh, this year just with the team and, and training and riding and everything. I, I had that last year too, but we had a lot of time off, I guess, throughout COVID. So yeah. um, this year it's been a little bit tougher with the vlogs. But, yeah, dude, I mean, I watch your vlogs every week. They're funny, man. <laughs> Even my dad, my dad, my parents watch them. They're like, dude. Swap is nuts on that mountain bike, dude. There ain't no way I'd do that shit. My dad, he's like, man, y'all are crazy. <laughs> dude, is your dad is your dad a scrub daddy fan? I think so, yeah. Yeah, dude. I have like, you know, so we started our merch line. Mm-hmm. There are people that have bought like 20 scrub daddy stickers from London. Wow. Jeez. That is Australia. crazy. I sent a scrub daddy shirt to Australia. Like, that is crazy. This guy's like famous around the world now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's right? pretty funny. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but man, so uh, two years down, it's kind of crazy that the last two years have gone really fast. Yeah, they have. I think. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm thankful. My name wouldn't be what it is today without you guys. Obviously, Pulpit Max too. They yeah, gave yeah, it a push no, too, no. but you guys. I mean, how about the, letting me be on the show the every Pulp Monday? Nation guys are like, oh, oh, we got to talk about Stargate too. Oh, yeah. We can talk about it. But, but, I mean, there's pulp guys that are like, oh, swap out a stole area. Right? It's like, yeah, they didn't yeah. steal you, dude. No. We were neighbors for Exactly. Long, right? Yeah, we were so, neighbors for two years. So, so, yeah, I mean, I was there through, you know, like the whole Transworld thing and then the start of Swap Moto Live. And then, like, I feel like the first thing we did, we did the, like, you did the merch, right? Mm -hmm. You started, like, with your logo and everything. And that's where it's sort of like, Okay, started to get some traction, and then we did the whole media thing, and started making videos and everything. I don't know. I just, I just liked watching it grow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now we're looking forward to A Ray merch. Yes. Uh, so my website will be live here in a few days, and then hoping to have merch within the next, I don't know, two or three weeks. AlexRay.co. Oh. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Uh, yeah. That that's... works because like the M just fell off like your muffler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? HEP, they've had two mufflers fall off. Have they? Yeah, at the track. And I, I call them out every time. Every time I see it, I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like a small win for me. Like every yeah. time I see someone's pipe fall off, I'm just like, mm. yeah. I like that. I'm you know, not the only one. <laughs> in, in 07, the year I did the whole Loretta Lynn thing, mm -hmm. I lost four pipes that year. Really? Yeah, really? The Dr. D Dude. pipes would break off and fly off. Dude, mine would do the same thing. The whole end cap would fly off, and it's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole end cap? Yeah. yeah. The rivets would around, blow through. One time I came around, there was burning packing on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I ran those Dr. D pipes, too, on my Yamahas back in 06, 07. Yeah. yeah. They were the good pipe for the Yamaha, though. They were the, they were the best one. Because the stock Yamaha 450 came with that little freaking chode on it. Yeah. yeah. The little chode pipe. Yeah. And it was so, like, muzzled. I remember my dad, he's like a hammerhead, right? Like, Every straightaway you see, he's got the elbow dropped to the knee, right? Yeah. And he was always a Honda guy because Honda was, like, so fast, all this stuff. And then we got the Yamahas. I had a 125, a 250F, and he got a 450, which I rode all the time because I blow shit up. So he's like, man, this Yamaha, it just ain't fast enough. I need to get my Honda back. I need to get my Honda back. It, do it doesn't go down the straightaways fast enough. He's just, he, he said, I don't like the launch out of the corner. But, but then he got the pipe and it was better. Oh uh, yeah, it was, he got it and it was better, but he sold it and got a Honda. Yeah. <laughs> so do we have to bring up Stargate? I mean, it, that's we in the don't have to, Yeah. Basically, well, you were in the middle of event. that, right? Kind were of. Were they like blaming you for me and stuff? We're kind of like. Wait, what was the Stargate? 
That's what we're alive in Pulp Magazine. Oh, yeah. Pulp, Pulp was trying forever to test a star bike. Yes, they were. And then, I mean, I I was like, I text Steve. I was like, I think Don's at Paula. Did you guys ride the star bike? Because I think Don's <laughs> at Paula, and they're riding the fuck out of it. Like, what, like what's going on? <laughs> no, I guess for some reason – Brad at Star doesn't like Steve. Yeah, I think it's from comments from back way, like when Cunningham rode for Star and shit yeah. like that. But he just comes up to me at the Toyota Escondido dealer party and is like, hey, dude, we want you to test one of our bikes. And I wasn't even really aware of the whole thing because like, yeah. I don't listen to Pulp. No offense. I mean, I, I just don't have seven hours every Monday, you know? Yeah. What's a four hour? So I had kind of seen <laughs> something about... I, but I, I don't know. He's yeah. like, hey, you want to test our bike? I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we did it. And then the first I caught wind of it was DV posted on his Instagram. Yeah. Or his Twitter. Someone is testing the star bike and it's not Mathis. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what? But honestly, whenever you have something like that and maybe you are like a just starting out media company, I feel like with a platform that is as big as Pulp MX, it was probably a blessing. Oh, because, yeah, dude. Steve. I mean, Steve was very instrumental in helping. Yeah, us exactly. Start, you know? Yeah, I mean, every time he, like he'll ask us to go on the show, like even Anton, even though Anton's not allowed there on there he anymore, he is allowed. <laughs> I'm allowed. Go. And hey, the first race that we really covered, like as Swap Moto Live after C after Minneapolis, Steve paid me to go on behalf of Pulp MX and was like, "Hey, yeah, if you want, you could do how was your weekend interviews after that." And we built a bunch of content just off that weekend. Because Mathis helped pay the bills for a little bit. Uh, no, Atlanta was what he did. Daytona was our first race. Hmm, yeah. 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 But, like, yeah, I mean, and that's been the cool thing, that the whole industry has supported us. Davey at Racerax, you know, got me and Don and the two tribes thing there for a while. Like, everybody's been cool, you know. Mm. Not everybody, but quite a few people. Most people. Yeah. Most. Most. Should we talk about Xeroxing? Xerox. Nah. No. no, I mean, I think the I think our factor. content speaks for itself. Yeah. Like it keeps for it speaks for itself right now. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's been going good. Well, I think everybody knows. You know, we're having a good time. We're blessed to uh, earn a living in the sport of motocross and supercross. I'm blessed to have good friends to work with, uh, hang out with, ride mountain bikes with, dude. Yeah, do whatever. It's great. <clears throat> It's always fun. It's always a good time. I think uh, having a team that loves it and actually loves the sport and rides makes a difference in the content we produce. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, on to bigger and better things. Year three. Dude. We'll see where we go from here. I mean, we can only go up. I mean, this thing's growing like wildfire, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, guys, thank you uh, for tuning into the podcast or, or on YouTube or whatever. But uh, you could help us out. By going to our website also, because there's a lot of other cool content there. Because a lot of our traffic, a lot of our content consumption comes from YouTube Direct mm -hmm. yeah. or from the podcast servers. But uh, help us out. Check out SwapMotoLive.com, bookmark it. Just take a couple clicks every day. Monday click, click. Kickstart. Go look at it. There's probably Sometimes it's on Wednesdays. But hey, I'm sure there's Those are a labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome videos of McAdoo because Chase always he likes his, he likes his <laughs> McAdoo videos and everything all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah. I like the, I like watching videos all day. Yep, just click all of it. <clears throat> click. So, yeah, guys. Again, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you to all of our friends in the industry that have supported us. 
uh, from the get-go, and uh, we'll continue to always put in 100% to produce the uh, best and most compelling content. Hey, Ray, thanks for uh, being part of the team. Chase, thanks for uh, believing in us, and I'm sure you had other job offers when we were in the <laughs> transition. And uh, <laughs> Anton, thanks for being my white son. <laughs> Thank you for being my yellow dad. I couldn't have done any of this in my life without you, Don. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is our special two-year anniversary celebration podcast. We'll uh, we'll talk to you Monday with the Kickstart podcast.